Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. During these days leading up to Christmas, we're spending time in the two gospel accounts of the birth of Christ in the book of Matthew and the book of Luke. And we're combining those so that we're following the story chronologically and drawing some lessons from what we read there. And today I want us to go back to Luke chapter 1 again. Yesterday we talked about the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth and the miraculous conception and birth of their son John, who was known as John the Baptist. This is not John the Apostle, but John the Baptist. And I want to revisit that again today, because when I read the story of Zechariah's encounter with the angel, I'm always a little surprised by something. So let me go back and reread to you in Luke chapter 1, and I want to jump in to verse um, 13. Okay, so and I'm jumping in in the middle of the verse, just because I want to highlight this little exchange. So the angel says to Zechariah, God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. Now, um, what's really amazing to me is after the, the angel goes on to give him a lot more specifics, but then when Zechariah finally answers, this is what he says. He says, um, how can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. So I draw a couple of conclusions from Zechariah's answer to the angel. One is he probably didn't pray that prayer that morning. When he was up for the morning praying to the Lord, he probably wasn't asking God that day to allow his wife to conceive, to give birth to a son. I suspect that that prayer had been long ago, and maybe he dropped that from his prayer list, because after all, they're old now, and he didn't even think it was possible anymore. But what's really fascinating to me is when God sends the angel to Zechariah, he says, I'm answering your prayer. Now, maybe Zechariah's forgotten the prayer, but God hasn't forgotten it. And I'm just wondering if in your life you've had a prayer that's long forgotten, that maybe you've given up on. And uh, I just want to encourage you that God hasn't forgotten, and God knows. Now, when we pray, um, the book of James tells us uh, many times we don't receive because we haven't asked. And, and sometimes when we ask, we ask for the wrong reason. So I'm not talking about something that's a selfish, um, for selfish motives. And in the book of James, James tells us you just want to consume it. In the, in the old King James, it said consume it on your own lust. In other words, it's something you're lusting after. You know, if I want a, a big new boat or a new house or a new car or great wealth, all these things, um, if my motive is for selfish reasons, uh, that's different. But if we're praying um, earnestly from our heart uh, for something that's in the will of God, I guarantee you, based on the Word of God, He hears you. And He doesn't forget. Just because He doesn't answer right now doesn't mean He forgets. I want to share a little bit of a story uh, from a young man I met probably 15 years ago. Uh, he came to New Spring under the urging of a friend. Now, this young man was uh, would have called himself an atheist, but his friend had urged him to come to New Spring because he said he thought um, he would have an opportunity to maybe um, talk about some of his objections and some of his questions. And so I ended up uh, being in a group that this young man was in and uh, got to know him and, and watched his journey as he did ask a lot of questions. And eventually he came to a place of faith and was baptized. And we had a great relationship with him. But I'll never forget a story he told us at one point in time when he was a, just a little boy he was in a terrible situation, and in his distress, he called on the Lord, and in his mind, God didn't hear him, and God didn't answer. 
But what he was asking God to do was to come and rescue him. Now, God didn't answer him that day in the way he anticipated. But as I, uh, we were in a conversation, I was asking him, I wonder, could it be that God answered your prayer a different way than you were expecting? Because God began, apparently, working in his life many years before he came in our doors. And perhaps his journey to faith, to knowing the Lord, was an answer to that prayer of that little boy who was in a distressing situation. And God did hear him. And maybe after he had long forgotten that prayer because he was just sure it was never answered, God remembered and God answered his prayer. So I don't know what's on your heart today. I don't know what is the yearning of your heart within God's will that maybe you think God hasn't heard or God has forgotten. I can promise you he has not forgotten. Now, many times God doesn't answer when we uh, are looking for him to answer at that same time. He has a different timetable than we have. But his timing is perfect. Every single time his timing is perfect. And also his answers are more complete than we could imagine. You know, we can get ahead of ourselves sometimes and and we think the fix for today is what we need and God knows what we need is more long-term. But I guarantee you he's hearing and he's answering. So I hope that will encourage your heart today, whatever it is that you're praying about or whatever it is that you prayed about maybe long ago that you've given up on. Just know that God hasn't forgotten. God heard you and God is in the process of answering your prayer. So let's have a word of prayer this morning. Oh, Father, we're so overwhelmed with gratitude that you love us enough to hear us when we pray. And we want to remind ourselves and you, Father, that we do trust you. We trust your timing. We trust your faithfulness to answer because you've promised to answer. And we just want to bring whatever the needs are today in each and every life before you because you have all the answers at just the right time and in the way that is for the best purposes for us and for your cause and for your kingdom. And we're going to trust you with that, Father. I know so many watching or listening to Noah's window this morning are struggling with their health, family problems. And we're right in the middle of the holidays, which just seems to um, brighten all of the um, difficulties. They just seem to be under a spotlight. Our our dysfunctions, our our grief, our pain, so many things seem so... uh, much harder in a time where most of the world is making merry and yet many are hurting and suffering and i just pray right now father that you would reach down and touch those who are grieving and those who are suffering and those who are perplexed by situations and have great dire needs father i just pray as your ambassadors here uh, even in here in 2021 that you would help us to represent you well and help us to be your hands and feet and reach those who are in these situations. But most of all, I pray that you bring only the peace and comfort that only you can bring uh, to the hearts of those that are hurting. And we're just going to trust you for answers. And thank you, Father, that you never forget that even when we give up and we've moved on, that you still remember those prayers and uh, you're still in the process of answering them. And I just pray that you would uh, use us in our lives to honor you and to be a blessing to one another. And we're going to thank you and give you the glory and honor for all the things that you accomplish in and through us and in and through those that we are in partnership with. And we ask all these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And we'll look forward to seeing you again on Noah's Window tomorrow where we'll once again dig into the Christmas story and see what life lessons we can learn. See you soon. God bless.